Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 12, The Beginning and the End. We are now in the last Bible book, the Book of Revelation, written around 4,000 years from the beginning of creation. As with the entire Bible story, the library of 66 books all work in conjunction with each other by reading former prophecies from prophets in the Old Testament books, particularly the prophets Daniel and Ezekiel. Imagery that they used, picture language, is mirrored, reflected and used in the book of Revelation. Now the stories are set from 90 AD and into the future. Episode 6 Two beasts. Now on the island of Patmos, a man called John is exiled for sharing his unpopular beliefs about Jesus. Like many believers, John is persecuted for his belief that Jesus is Messiah, God's Son and the world's Saviour. John is taken to heaven in a vision on the Sabbath. Now John sees a woman in the sky who gives birth to a son while a dragon waits to eat the newborn baby. The child is snatched into heaven and the woman goes into the desert for protection. A battle ensues in heaven. Now the dragon, the ancient adversary, and his angels are cast down to earth and stand on the seashore. Now John sees a beast coming out of the sea wearing ten royal crowns and has insulting names of God on its seven heads. The beast looks like a leopard with bear-like feet and a mouth like a lion. The dragon gives the beast his power, throne and authority. One of the beast's heads appears to have received a fatal wound, but it is healed. Then the whole earth follow the beast in amazement and worship the dragon because it gave the beast his authority. For three and a half years, the beast insults God, makes war on God's people and defeats them. It has authority over every tribe, people, language and nation, and everyone on earth worships it. But those whose names are in the Book of Life, written before the creation of the world, those who belong to the Lamb, God's people, must trust, persevere and endure. Those destined for captivity go into captivity, while those destined to be killed with the sword are killed. Then a second beast speaks, like a dragon, and exercises all the authority of the first beast in its presence. It deceives all those on earth and makes them worship him. The second beast performs great miracles, even making fire come down from heaven. The second beast tells people to make an image in honour of the first beast that has been wounded yet lives. Then the second beast breathes life into the image of the beast so that it can speak. A second beast has two horns like a lamb. Now anyone who does not worship the image is killed. Everyone is forced to receive a mark on their forehead or arm. Without it, they cannot buy or sell. The beast is represented by the number 666. Now the Lamb stands on Mount Zion with 144,000 who have his name, his father's name, written on their foreheads. There is a voice from heaven sounding like a roaring waterfall and a peal of thunder and the music of harps. 144,000 stand before God's throne and the four living creatures and 24 elders sing a new song that only they can learn. These are the only ones who have been redeemed. 
They are virgin men who follow the Lamb everywhere. They are the first fruits of God and the Lamb. They have never lied and are without defect. Now John sees an angel flying in the air, speaking an eternal message of good news for everyone. Fear God and give him glory, for the time has come for him to judge mankind. Worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. A second angel says, She has fallen, she has fallen, Babylon the great has fallen. She made all peoples drink the wine of God's fury and caused her prostitution. Now a third angel says, If anyone worships the beast and receives his mark, he will drink the wine of God's fury. He will be poured into God's cup of rage and be tormented in fire and sulfur before the angels of the Lamb. The smoke of that fire goes up forever. There is no relief for those who worship the beast. Now John sees three angels. Each speak a separate message. Now a voice says to John, write this down. How blessed are those who die united with God from now on. They will enjoy rest because the things they have accomplished follow them. Now John sees a white cloud and on it what looks like a son of man with a gold crown and a sharp sickle. An angel comes out of the temple in heaven and says to him, Start using your sickle to reap, the time has come. The man swings his sickle and the earth is harvested. Now the second angel comes out of heaven's temple with a sharp sickle. And from the altar an angel in charge of fire calls to another angel. Use your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth before they are ripe. The first angel swings his sickle on earth, gathering the grapes and throwing them in the winepress of God's fury. The winepress is trodden down outside the city. For 200 miles, blood flows as high as horses' bridles. You can read this story in the book of Revelation, chapters 13 and 14. The Bible story is played across time. God's character and people's characters are revealed as the story unfolds. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. The fall of the kingdom and temple are repeated in this story. See what Jesus says in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verses 1 and 2. And, throughout the Bible, the seasons and the fruit of the land are representational of life cycles and God's blessings. Sukkot, meaning shelters, is the final festival in the Hebrew annual calendar. It takes place after days of repentance and celebrates renewed fellowship with God, and it is a festival of joy. Sukkot is sometimes referred to as the Feast of Ingathering. Jesus is God's Son, 100% God, 100% man. When Jesus died as a perfect man, Jesus fulfilled Moses' teaching and the other prophecies of the Hebrew scriptures. Now Jesus is fulfilling prophecies and fulfilling the festivals. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, 
some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.